cheers real quick. Cheers, yeah, bro. Cheers, my guy. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Hold on, let me see if I'm rolling on the sound. Did, my nigga, did we just cheers and then take a sip? <laughs> All right, they got me nice a little bit, little little on the empty stomach. Cheers, brother. Cheers, bro. <laughs> All righty, dude. Well, <laughs> welcome back to your regular scheduled programming. We're talking about comedy today. I'm not going to talk about politics. I don't have a Trump shirt under here. Does. You should have brought the hat. That should have brought the hat. Yeah. No, that's 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 locked deep in my safe. <laughs> well, that's funny because I seen you rocking the Biden shirt on your Instagram. I was <laughs> yeah. like, listening to switch sides. What's going on? You never know, dude. You never know. It's just a little. Like, I'm a little squirrely. You know what? What, I mean? what, know. what are your like actual political? Oh, we, we, we do want to talk about this. Okay, we do. Yeah, fuck talk it. There's no. All right. Wrong, there's no. In that case, it. well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, I'm just gonna, That's just going to show a swastika. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my political stance. Um, well, I know I'm not going to be voting for we're voting for Biden. I know that. Uh, I'm, honestly, dude, uh, I like RFK. RFK is just he's been talking some real shit. You know what I mean? But in terms of like what else is going around the world, I just think we need someone who people won't fuck with. And I think Trump showed that. During his presidency, like no one wanted to fuck with us. Yeah, he has like intimidate. He has the intimidation factor. Yeah. I feel like I I would have voted for uh, Bernie if they Bernie if they let that nigga in. Yeah, but I saw him talk in high school. Like I waited in line for like two hours, and he was just saying common sense shit. He was like, yeah. "Racism is bad. Yeah, college should be free." And I was like. Yeah, nigga. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Is I waited three hours for this shit. What the fuck? That's interesting. I don't think I actually have been to, like, any, like, uh, political um, speeches or anything like that. How did how was that for you? Like, well, how did it feel like to just hear someone rant on common sense? Um, I, I kind of withdrawed from it. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is, I'm not like these, these people are, like, so amazed at this shit. And I wasn't that amazed with it. I was like, okay, like I agree, but right. you know, did you feel like it was almost like a sense of like people were just kind of like enamored by him, and it was just like, yeah, yeah, like almost like spell like, right? Yeah, that's how it is when you say things people agree with, right? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's way better to. It's way more interesting to challenge people, but people don't like that, right? People, some people. Yeah, some people. Yeah. I would say most. But I, because we live in L.A., like this mm, isn't. true. Everybody, you know, nobody says what's really on their mind. People true. just say things For the, that just, sound good. Yeah. It's like, a, what do they say? Like a group thinking. Almost, exactly. Right? Like just kind of just going with the general mass. And that's the social climate and it's seeping into comedy, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. It's making people change their uh, set. Changing how they just saying the making people be more calculated with how they talk. Mm. Um, mm. Do you think there's a line in comedy? Do I think there's a line in comedy? Well, obviously, I think the first and foremost, it has to be funny, right? Yeah. But oh, there always there's this argument of it being subjective, subjective will always enter the argument, yeah. right? Um, and I think as long as it doesn't come a place from like, oh, you're trying to hurt someone, right? Like, if it, like, 
like, I don't know if I've been doing that. I think I've been fucking kind of towing the line, maybe crossing it over a little bit with some of the stuff I've been doing. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I honestly, dude, like I, I tell everybody, I just enjoy making them and just doing that. You know what I mean? Like when I fucking shoot them, I feel like free. Like that is me. That's literally me. Like that's yeah. been me since fucking, that's how my girlfriend knows me. That's how my fucking homies from back in high school knew me. That's yeah. how my parents know me. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like erratic like that. Uh, so that's when beautiful. I, yeah, you I think wish, so. I wish more people could be like that. Thank you, bro. Most people are slaves to what people think. Yeah, and dude, that, there's that comic wars that I figured that out. You know what I mean? There was a joke I wanted to say, I didn't say it, and I ended up losing. And it was one of those things where I'm, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, but I will say when it comes, because I feel like there's no line, but no matter what, it has to be funny. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of the older comics, like, they kind of... They kind of complain about it a lot. They're, they're always like, well, I kind of, I see both sides. I agree with both sides because mm. on one hand, people like. Bring the mic right here too. Just oh, to my bad, it. bro. No, no, you're good, you're good. It's catching, but I just want to make sure it's On clear. one hand, people want to say whatever they want, but they don't want to, they don't want the other side to react however they want. Mm. And it's like, nah, nigga, you got to stand on Yeah. It. Like, and it's good if the other side's reacting because then it's like it opens up the conversation at least, right? Because I'll tell you what, dude, like I'm very open to other people, how other people think, you know what I mean? Like I'll say shit, like for for example, like the trans stuff, it, it may seem like I'm fucking very like homophobic or mm-hmm. very transphobic, but I'm honestly not. Like I, my thing is that you have the right to make your decision. Just make it, you know what I mean? And I and go about your life. That's all it is for me. Um, I don't know if I... But the... It's all about making it, turning that into a joke and making it, like, I guess just more funny than anything. Mm -hmm. Because some people just want to talk a whole bunch of shit and not let the other side react at all. It's kind of like that saying, like, if you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. Right, yeah. Some of these niggas say they can take the heat, but as soon as it comes, they get out the kitchen for a little bit and be (laughs) like, I can take the heat. It's like, no, you can't, nigga. Like... We saw you escape the kitchen in the back and then come back acting like you were standing there the whole time. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, people are sensitive. Like, what? The worst? Like, you could tell. It's like, damn, like, this is the worst thing you've been through, hearing something you didn't want to. Agreed. Dude, thank you. Hear? I literally was just thinking about that today. Yeah. Literally today. I was just like, that's it's, it's insane how we disregard people who went through real life shit, right? Like who went through real life shit, traumatizing shit, and will disregard those people while someone who's been basically been fed with a silver spoon their whole life is fucking complaining about their feelings. Those are the people that are usually voicing that outrage the most. Right. Like people that they're speaking from a secondhand perspective. Like when it comes to a lot of these issues, like I've dealt with all of that shit firsthand, like Mm -hmm. racism, prejudice. Right. Being poor, like, so it's interesting living in, living on Avocado Street where these niggas, you know, they want to speak for me, but Hmm. I don't think they have the, they're not speaking from experience, you know, they're speaking off of Google. Right. And you can't Google my experience. So that's that's what makes what I say nuanced because it's straight from experience, you know. Right. Has anyone, like, I mean, maybe this is a dumb question, but has anyone come close to kind of, like, you know they weren't, didn't go through your experience, but they've come close to somewhat articulating what your experience was? Does that make sense? I'm going to give a shout-out to Adam Fink. Yeah. 
feel like he's a cool white person. He gets, he's starting to get it. He's a little disillusioned with his whiteness, but he gets it for the most part. And he's always, yeah, he's just, he's like a cool, like, I feel like I can relax when I hang out with him. Yeah. Other people, like, other people, I don't, other white people sometimes, they, they just try too hard. Mm. That nigga be trying hard too, but yeah. it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out to my guy. <laughs> no, I feel you with that. I feel you with that. Uh, sorry, I just had a brain fart. No, you're good. You're good. Bro. No, but Adam really does embrace the culture, though. You know what I mean? He does embrace it, and he's and it, it like I don't know a lot like a lot about him, but ever since the moment I've seen him, he felt he has like that vibe where he's just kind of chill. Yeah, it is. It is very chill. Um, yeah. I think as long as, I think as long as like, it's okay to be white and embrace the culture, embrace black culture, as long as you're not the type of white person that loves black culture and hates black people, which is like, <laughs> which is a lot of people, which is a lot of comedians, yeah. even comedians. Yeah, it's a lot of white comedians that just be getting a little too comfy talking about black people. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you don't know us like that. Yeah, and we're not a monolith. And we're not oh. all the same, you know? But he's pretty tasteful with it for the most part, so. Right. Yeah. He's right. on tour with, he. yeah, he opens for Gary Owen. He does great with yeah, black dude. audiences. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I, I can definitely see it, though. I've seen him a couple times in front of black audiences. I can see why. Yeah. Black audiences, they're great. They're very lively, uh -huh. but they can be. I've had good. I've had great shows with black right, audiences. Right. I've had bad shows. Yeah, some some of them can be a little standoffish because you have to attack it from a different angle. You can't just get on stage in front of a black audience and start telling jokes. They're gonna be like, "Who are you? Like what?" S specifically, you like is that? Does that specific? Are you specifically talking about yourself? Like your experience? Like yeah, it takes I guess for me, some people too, but it's like now I know how to attack it. They want you to like. A lot of black comics, they don't even, they'll start like their first three minutes just being like, hey, y'all, what's up, y'all? Yeah, yeah, How y'all yeah. doing? Right. You doing good? You doing good? And then like the rest of their set is like, black people, we do this. Right. We do that. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna pander my set or do something like that because mm -hmm. I don't feel, I don't wanna speak on behalf of all black people and I don't like black people that do that shit. Right. Because okay. we're not all the same. Right, right. Yeah. But some shit about black people, yeah, there's some things where it's like we all go through that. Mm -hmm. But I don't really like niggas that do that. So It seems like you're, you were a lot more comfortable saying these things from the last time we spoke. I guess we spoke, what, in September? Yeah. I guess you came on the podcast. And then uh, I, I don't know, maybe it's just because what times were, or maybe it's just because who are we were in, as individuals, like maybe we weren't close yet. But it seems like you're a lot more comfortable talking about some of these topics now. Yeah, um, more shows, a little more, more experience. Yeah, you know, I'm only life experience. I'm, yeah, I'm still only two years into comedy. I'm gonna be watching this shit mm. four years from now. I'll be like, nigga, you think you know what you're talking about? Shut up. Nigga. I'm gonna be watching this shit. But no, like my my uh, my perspective is still valid, you know. And I think, yeah, you just it's just life experience type shit. You yeah. just start to observe things and. 
be more rational and you're like, oh, okay, this is why that's yeah. this. Speaking of which, uh, was the decision to move to Austin, was it like, was, was that, is, how confident are you with that, that decision? I'm very confident. Somebody was like, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, nigga, that's the point, <laughs> you know? Right, right. That's how you grow. Right. You know? Right. You don't want to be too comfortable, right? Like yeah. they always say, just the best way to grow is just always being uncomfortable. Yeah, and the reactions I've gotten are wild. How so? I've gotten a lot of support, but I've also gotten some, like, some pullback, like some, you know, a little backlash. Like, you know, somebody was telling me, you you haven't been, uh, what'd they say? They said, out of everybody I know, you think you deserve more than what you should have. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. Why do you think you deserve more? Mm-hmm. And I still like this person a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, this is still my friend. Mm-hmm. They didn't mean it personally, I don't think. Yeah. But it's just some shit that people say, it sticks with you. True. Very true. And that, no matter how it comes out. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's going to stick with me. And I'm as soon as they said it, I'm like, all right, nigga, you just fueled me for life. <laughs> <laughs> as if I already don't have an, all this fuel and motivation, right. you know? Yeah. It's already so many people that overlook me. Right. If my friends want to do that too, then okay. Bet. Yeah. But I'm very confident in it. But it is like there's uncertainty no matter yeah. what, nigga. I don't I don't know what I'm getting myself into. But I know what my situation is now, and I don't, I don't, there are things I don't like about it. So when you feel like nothing's working, you got to change everything. And I want to go to a place where I can develop as a young comic and get consistent stage time in front of real crowds and get seen and maybe go with the, go open for a headliner, get taken Mm -hmm. on the road as a feature, you know? Mm -hmm. These are things that are not possible for everybody. Right. In L.A., you know, this town, I forgot who said it. This town is like, they're training niggas to be features over there. They're training niggas to be headliners. Mm. Like, where, where in L.A. do you know, who do you Damn. know that gets to do more than 15 minutes of stand-up? Damn, that's true. Nobody, you know? Damn, that's really true. Damn. I want to, I'm in this to sell tickets in the future, you know? I want to. I want to make money, right? Off of this, I don't. I'm not really into. It's, and all it comes down to again is betting on yourself, investing in yourself, choosing you. Nobody's choose. Nobody else is choosing me, so I'm gonna choose you. If nobody else believes in you, like nigga, you gotta be that person. One hundred percent. Everyone else can tell you no. You get why be another person that tells you no? Exactly. Like you gotta just at least believe in yourself. Exactly. I forget who it was. I was, uh, I think it was like I was producing a podcast the other day, and there's this dude who, uh, he was like 29 years old, but the dude had like probably 50 to 100 million dollars. Yeah. And this, this is what this dude's saying. He was just like, you have to have, you have to be crazy enough to believe in yourself because, and and like the, the basically the gravity of how much you believe in yourself and what you you are willing to sacrifice to get what you want. You have to be that fucking crazy. Exactly. Cause you have what to I, be. What I look, I look crazy to some people. Yeah, dude. Because they're like, 
What what you're moving after only two years of stand up in LA? Who do you think you are? What do you think's gonna happen? Right. Where, you think where, you're just gonna blow up? Where do you think this? Where do you think that comes from? Like, what do you think? Why, why do you think people are, like say that? And where does it come from? They don't say that directly, but that's where that comes from. That's the sentiment. Some right. Like that's look, like the sub, yeah. The like, that's like the subtext of what they're saying. Exactly. I think that comes from insecurity. People feel like. I can't do it. Why do you think you can do it? Dude, you're literally just fucking minding my truth. own business. You know? you're, no, well, you're speaking truth, dude, because it's like I, I, I like everything that you're saying was every everything I was a few like eight months ago when I first started comedy and the podcast. Right. Like like I, I tell everybody it's like it. I at the time I, I was one of those people who were like, oh, he's getting into comedy and starting a podcast. One of those guys. You know what I mean? And it kind of developed into this, which is great. But it, it's like that. I was crazy enough to believe in myself that I could fucking make, possibly make something out of this. You know what I mean? I mean, it's obviously it's not fucking huge or anything like that. I'm not You're saying that. You're doing great. You're doing better than a lot of people. Appreciate it. Yeah, and I'm trying, dude. Yeah. Because they, they were probably looking at you like, who does he think he is starting a podcast? Right. Doctor, 100%. Not even doing a stand-up for a full year. Right. Not what even you, having a show. What, is right? he, who do, what does he know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I didn't know. You know what I mean? I guess that's what the whole fucking shtick was with this podcast was I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I felt that at first. There was like sometimes like fucking people, were, like I'd ask them, they weren't feeling it. Some people wouldn't even hit me back. Yeah, and now it's wild. Now like, niggas hitting yeah. you up. It's now wild. They, yeah, it's crazy. Back then they they didn't want me. Yeah. Now I'm hot. They all want yeah, me. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, but no, dude. Like I, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I can, I can appreciate the way you feel about it, right? Like it's what you said. How you're getting comfortable and you feel like there, you want to get into something that you just don't know about, right? Yeah. You want to take your skills into in, into a new environment, yeah. test it out, test the waters, and just see for yourself. Exactly. And I can commend you for that. I, I think it's great that that you number one have made this decision to go out there and you're following through yeah you know what i mean you know and if it's trash like I, I'm, i'll just move back or some shit yeah exactly know? yeah exactly but dude exactly I'm, and then who cares everyone was right fuck it but it's not gonna stop you from so yeah. pursuing this goal and the, your dreams right exactly so no, nothing <clears throat> should stop you that's the thing too niggas think they have the answers you have all the answers you have all the answers dude you're, you have all the answers you're your own god exactly th- you're your own god even Every, though I do believe in God, right? Yeah. I'm a little bit of faith, faithful person, yeah, uh, or a man of faith. But I, I think that at the end of the day, you create your own world, right? And mentally and physically, like if you can just fucking just with like if I don't know, I just I've, I've always believed that, right? And that's another thing. We're, we're, we'll get back into the. I want to get back into God, but mm-hmm. right now I want to make a quick point. Yeah, like niggas, like no disrespect, but like niggas just. It's a lot of niggas telling you how to make it. They never made it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? How does that's that true. make sense? Yeah, that's nigga? true. <laughs> that's like if we working at Arby's and I'm a, and I'm quitting, I'm like, I'm going to see if I can get a better job. And you're like, no, you can't. How do you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still work at the fucking Arby's. How many analogies do I have to do yeah. about this shit? That's like, nigga, yeah. that's like if we trapped on the island. Yeah. And you trying to teach me how to get off the island. <laughs> nigga, you've been stranded. <laughs> Gilligan, fuck you. Gilligan, you don't know oh, what you're doing, nigga. Yeah, no, I feel you with that. I you know do what I'm feel saying? You with that. Yeah. So that's what it is. Like that's the culture too. It's like, I think. Shout out to Ray Lau. I heard him say something really cool on dude. here. He was like, he was like, you have to push, dude. You have to push. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah Niggas just, don't be pushing yeah, here. Yeah, that's true. 
Though they be pushing fifty. Yeah. That's about it, nigga. Now, 50, still waiting they turn yeah. I'm not waiting my turn right, I don't right. like that culture of you know you pay your dues yeah you're gonna pay your dues regardless if you decide to do stand up you're gonna fail you're gonna bomb not every night you're gonna be a star Right. I've made peace with that but what I'm not gonna do is sit around and wait for people to say yes to me Right. Yeah. and that's why it's pissing people certain niggas off cause I'm doing this without their approval dude they'll be pissed off until something happens and they'll just be happy for you exactly trust me, nigga. Trust me. exactly trust me I know nobody wants to support you but everybody wants to congratulate it, you immediately once they start seeing something different and they're just like exactly. oh whoa what about me and it's just like what do you mean what about you bro yeah nigga, <laughs> you chose your side yeah, exactly yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah and I mean it happens though you know what I mean I, I, th I think but I get it. Um, yeah, on both yeah. ends. It's a growing experience for everybody, right? Yeah. Like, it's a growing experience for everybody. Like, some people will, from different perspectives, will look at this whole thing that you're doing and learn from it, right? Even me. Leave, I'm not hating on you. I fucking love it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want you to go out there, and I want you to succeed. Yeah. I want you to fucking, you know, I'll come back fucking a year from now doing this. Exactly. And anybody that supports is like, like, I'm here to be a resource anyways. Right. You know? Right. That's what a lot, like, it's about what you can do for other people. It's not about, like, a lot of comics are just fucking, no offense, these niggas just be leeches. They just take everything. Yeah. Stage time, alcohol, yeah. fucking space. <laughs> alcohol. My weed. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> like, I started doing this, like, not even, like, a few months in. Like, I, I was doing this for, like, a few months, and I was like, okay, I need to, like, help. I need to find a way to get pulled into a community. So I started mm. producing my own shows. I gave mm -hmm. other people opportunities yeah. way before they started giving me opportunities. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I and feel And you did you, this. Bro. You're doing yeah, the same dude, I, thing. Dude, I'm telling you, I feel you, bro. I feel so you. Like, I feel you, bro. So, yeah, man. It's a crazy thing, though. I mean, you know, it, it, it's part of the game at the end of the day. It's part yeah. of the it's, there, there's a There's a much larger game to be played. Than the ones that, than the one that we can see. Yeah, because right? this isn't like this is a game, but I'm not playing with you niggas. Like this is not competitive to me. Mm. I'm here to like collaborate with other people. Mm. If anything, if you want to make it competitive, you're gonna lose. That's good that you go about <laughs> yeah. it that way. You know, <laughs> you said you're gonna lose. No, that's good that you go about it that way though, because not a lot of people see it that way, especially nowadays, especially probably in LA, right? Like it's a very much like a Yeah, it's fucking stand up comedy, bro. We're telling jokes. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, I feel that, bro. We're not fucking we're not this isn't we're not fucking Navy Keep SEALs, going. nigga. You want some more? Oh yeah. I think I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is parking cut off? What? No, probably not. Okay. I thought you couldn't show the thingy. As long as it's not sitting in there. Oh, okay, bet, bet, bet. Um But yeah. Like, again, I like helping people. I'd rather help people than tear them down. 100%. It just feels better. Even t saying, like, I told you so. Like, I'll, I'll, I love the thought of saying I told you so, but I have a strong feeling it's not going to be that satisfying. No. It, it really never is because I think what it is, you're always searching for more, right? Like, you reach something to where you thought it was going to take you years or, or, or at least you reach a certain place I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What do I know? You know but, what you're talking yeah. about. No, talk your shit. No, like you reach a certain place, and then when it, and then you when you feel like saying "I told you so," you just want more, right? You want you want to hit another level, and that and shouldn't be your goal. To and your goal shouldn't be to 
prove shit to other people. Right, it exactly. should also be to exactly. prove it to yourself. Exactly. Because if you're proving something to other people, when you accomplish that mm-hmm. goal and you show it to those people, by the time you accomplish it, those niggas are not going to care at right, all. Right, 100%. And guess They're not who even thinking about you. Yeah, and right. guess who else isn't going to care? You, you nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're yeah. not going to care because they didn't care. True. true. Very true. Yeah. So you have to do everything for yourself, bet on yourself, choose yourself. Right. Investing in anything else is just is too hard out here. Yeah, yeah. And that's too risky to invest in other people. And right, and we people we, wake up feeling different every day. True. And we live in a fucking society now where people have proven it time and time again. Where you they, you don't need to be working for a corporation or a studio or for a boss. You can literally be your own boss in a sense. Even though I do work for bosses, you know what I mean. But no, I I feel like we live in that time where you can achieve that. Yeah. Quicker than before. Yeah. Um. You said you wanted to get back to some faith shit, dude. Some some God yeah, yeah. Shit. I was gonna yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear about your journey with God, like from from the beginning or just recently. I'm gonna say, I can fucking, I can shorten it up. Yeah, well, I yes. grew, so I grew up Catholic, and then 18 came about, and then I became like atheist. And then 25, I dropped acid, and I was like, there is a God. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God. I swear to everything. What the fuck happened on that acid trip? (laughs) Um, I don't know, dude. Like... (laughs) Before that, it felt like life had no meaning. It felt like, and, and then it, uh, there was a, a lot of ways. Nigga saw some titties on acid. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but it was like one of those things where it was a lot of ways, the way I felt inside, I was pushing it outside. Because I literally haven't didn't achieve anything when I was 25. I was a fucking loser. I was like, I like went back to film school and shit like that. Dropped the acid and realized uh, we're our own, like there was a God, but we're our own God in a sense, right? Yeah. And then... I don't know, dude, just recently. So that that's what it was. I was, I guess, agnostic. And then, like, 20, shit, 2020 happened, like, the pandemic, fucking society as a whole, the whole world. Um, so I started kind of moving towards stories of the Bible and God. You know what I mean? And yeah. then I honestly fucking, if you, like, with Jesus and stuff like that, I mean, the people who killed him was the Roman uh, government, right? Like, yeah. Pontius Pilate. Yeah. And that's how I felt like what was going on with the people who were anti-vax and like anti-woke and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like that's what it was hap- kind of happening to them. Like, and you saw it on the media. You saw it in fucking society how they were fucking. They couldn't get jobs. They were being banished from fucking. Yeah. Even you know certain places. Yeah. And then some shit happened like a few months ago where I almost got in a fight with some dude. And then I was just like, there is this certain evil in this world. The way people look at somebody you, somebody tried like to fight you. Yeah, like bro, on a fucking Sunday morning. <laughs> what the? Uh, fuck? We, were, we were getting. Uh, I, w- I was getting uh, money to go to the dispensary at an ATM, and this dude was getting fucking his cash. So I was just, you know, I I respect it. So I was like, uh, basically by the pavement in the parking lot, yeah. gave him like fucking 10, 12 feet, and he gets done. As he's walking past me, he fucking mumbles some shit, like. I was too close to him. And then I was going to let it go. And then I was like, bro, what, like, what'd you say? Like, what was that? And then he, he said, what was his race? Uh, he was like an Indian guy. He had like a fucking whole, I don't know what it's called. I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want, it's not a turban or I don't know what it is. Um, but he, I was, I I was just like, what the fuck? And he started fucking walking towards me. And I was just like, bro, I was like, I, I I said this, it sounds so fucking lame, but I was like, I trained jujitsu. I was like, I I feel, (laughs) I said, I I feel threatened. (laughs) 
I was like, I'm taking oh, a step fuck. back. I said, I'm taking a step back. And then he took a step towards me. I was like, I'm going to say it again. I'm taking another step back. If you come towards me, I'm going to feel threatened. I'm going to have to defend myself. Yeah. And he stopped. And he just started walking back. And then I just started fucking talking shit. But Dude. I, after that, I was just like, there, there's some evil in this world that fucking people are just fucking unhinged. That yeah. just, they just want fucking to live their life like that. And I was like, well, it's either that now. It's either good or bad, right? And I, I was just like, at that, I, like, there was a moment where I accepted him into my life, and I felt it, dude. I literally felt it in my heart, like, that love, and, like, it was just kind of overflowing. Do you pray? Uh, I pray, uh, I don't know, like, a lot of people, sometimes. I will say sometimes. I, I will say thank you, right? Like, that's a form of prayer, I think, like, waking up and saying thank you. Going thank to bed you, saying God. thank you. Yeah. I, I think it's like, I don't, what, like, but in terms of praying, like asking for more, I think he's given us everything he he is, he is capable of giving us. So I don't ask for anything more. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, if anything, I ask, okay, if I don't know what I'm going to say in this that's situation. That's the only time when people pray. When they want something. No, not me. Because yeah. I feel like I've abandoned him, right? I abandoned him for so long that I, me coming back is just like, let, now let me prove myself to you. You've already proven your your love and your faith in me. Let me yeah. do it for you. Religion, I have an interesting relationship with religion. Religion was a little bit forced on me and my siblings. Mm -hmm. Like my mom, she was evangelical Christian, mm, okay. like hardcore Christian. Okay. At one point, we were even Jehovah's Witness. So like, nigga, the the weekends, when we, like the weekends were brutal. Nigga. We had to do Bible study Saturday morning, Saturday at noon, and then we'd have to go to church on Sunday. Yeah. And that was for yeah. like a few years, and that shit sucked. And then. After some years of doing that, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really believe in God. Mm. And then it was, but it was more so like agnostic for a bit. Right. And then I got older and I kept, like, I kind of just realized people have their own versions of God in terms of what mm. they worship. And people spend a lot of time, like nowadays, politics is the new religion. 100%. If you say something wrong about their favorite political party shunned yeah no. right Poli people worship politics horoscopes the Just internet rocks. social media instagram <laughs> you know yeah, yeah so and it's funny because these people are usually the ones that look down on religious people and they say your god is exactly your what you're doing is ridiculous exactly you know and that's evil exactly. in a sense that's, actually i won't say that's evil i think it's, yeah. it's just it's what the bible says right people are lost yeah. In a sense, right? So like, many lost people. Yeah. Like, I swear, like, niggas in L people in L.A., like, millennials, Gen Zers, let's just do what we did 50 years ago. Let's just get jobs and go to church. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I, sometimes I wonder, like, I feel like maybe I would just be happier if I just did live to like that. All the time. I think about it all the time. I was thinking about fucking growing, like, living on a farm. Yeah. Just doing fucking manual labor. I'm doing this like alternative lifestyle of like yeah. following a dream. Yeah. It have, is weird though, you know, right? Like it is it is weird though that 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 thought and the pursuit of following something that only you can see in your head or at least you can vaguely see in your head. Yeah. Like there's no you'll never it'll never look like from what I hear from people who are successful. It'll never look like what you imagined it in your head. Yeah. There's always some kind of it always looks different than what you when you first started off. That's how it is when you try to turn reality into your dream. Hmm. It's never going to be quite the dream. Hmm. Yeah, true. There's always going to be 
You're you're gonna have problems and challenges that you think having that is gonna erase everything. The problems just change. That's the, that's the only thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They become more serious too, dude. I bet. Yeah, it's crazy. I remember one time uh, he was used to be a homie. It was, it was in Vegas. I was like in my early twenties, and he was going through a rough. Both of us were going through a rough breakup, and we and he said to me one day when we were fucking just when you when y'all were fucking. No, no. We were fucking <laughs> we were just high and fucking just playing video high games. And fucking. No, yeah, high and, exactly. Yes. Uh, no, but he goes it's he put it in my like in my, in my perspective, but he was just like we're worrying about our breakups right now, but he knew someone who was in his 50s, a lawyer, had everything together, like big lawyer in Vegas, but his wife had brain cancer. Yeah. And now he had to like work like his worries were to how to sell the how to like work the firm to where he was able to not only make money but pay for her medical. Jesus fucking. And it's Christ. like and it's that right there. I was like, holy shit, dude! Like those it's just gonna get of, yeah. But it's like those are the things that I don't know that just creates those calluses in life, right? Like it makes you a better human being or a stronger human being at least. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know that it, it's just interesting how like what you just said like that just brought up the story of uh, how problems will always change. How do you feel about death? Oh, this is actually interesting that you're asking me, dude. I don't actually, I'm not afraid of it. And I think it's because of my upbringing, uh, being around old people so much and seeing death so oh, much. That, yeah, because you worked at yeah, uh, the retirement home. Yeah, it was like a Benjamin Button, like that movie Benjamin Button. From when I was seven, I, my mom opened up that business and saw a lot of death, a lot of death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of good people die too, but it, it's one of those things. And it's weird too, because my sister, my younger sister, she's very affected by death. She's very emotional about it. With me, I'm just like, well, that's part of life. Yeah. And I don't know what that says about me. I really don't, right? Like, I, I don't fear death. I feel bad for people who have to experience someone's death, right? Like, yeah. if you were to pass away, I'd feel bad for your, your family, obviously, and stuff like that. But in, my, in like the way I perceive it, I'm just like, well, that's just a part of life. Yeah. So it is. What it about is. you? Um, I mean, I've experienced it when I was really young, mm -hmm. but I think, I think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I heard that when it happens to you, you feel very pe at peace. That's what I hear. You're going to fight it at for initially. Yeah. You're going to fight it initially and then you're going to give in and you're yeah. going to just be at peace with everything. And that sounds satisfying to me. Same here. But I... I don't want to. I don't want to go before I accomplish mm. everything I need to. Yeah. I want to prove my point while I'm here. Yeah. That's why it's good to move with a sense of urgency. You have to, because some niggas just move like some niggas live their life like they're gonna live five of them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. I would never want to live my life like that. Yeah, because tomorrow's not promised. Hundred percent, so. dude. You have to like people think they're doing things. It's but they're like in motion rather than taking action. Exactly. Right. That's why you have to go to life. You can't let life come to you. Right. Uh. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Fucking death. So how's fucking lately? How's fucking lately? No, I'm just, I don't know. I didn't want. I've got a lot of shit on my mind lately. There's, I've had a lot of shit on my mind. I've been so busy, bro, just trying to fucking keep up with everything. The comedy, I feel like, has been fucking... I need to get back on that grind. How do you feel about being a stand-up comedian nine months in? I fucking love it, dude. Yeah? I, this is literally... I keep... I 
keep saying this is the most myself I've ever felt. Like, and, and that's good. I'm able to even speak freely now. Like, I couldn't do that in film, that's right? Good. Like, I could do, and then like have fun making the reels. Like, even though like I'm boggled down with it, and it is taking time away from stand up, I really enjoyed making them. I really do, and that's all I have to say about that. But I, I do know that I maybe have to take a step back and kind of really just kind of focus on stand up again, or at least make some time for it. Yeah, I love doing it. I never thought I'd like doing it. When I grew I grew up, I never thought I'd be a stand-up comedian. Right. Right. I had like I had a bunch of different other dreams. Like I wanted to be a ball player, mm. shit like that. But yeah, cuz I was always the slow one, low key. Same here. I was always slow. Like yeah. I was always funny. Mhm. But I was never. I don't know where the witty thing came from. Oh, okay. Interesting. I feel like my comedy is more so witty. It is. Yeah, you're good with your words. Yeah. And I want to get into being silly. I think I said that the last time. Right. But yeah, I don't know where the witty thing came from because nigga, I don't read. You know, (laughs) I majored in English. I don't read. No, I haven't read a book in years. For real? Yeah. My my family tries to get me books. They're like, please read this. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Gotta read, dude. (laughs) Gotta read, dude. You're passionate about reading books. I am. I I really am. It's one of, it's like, it's it's become a habit, dude. I would literally wake up every morning and read at least a chapter, if not two. Of what? Uh, And like right now, I just finished Atomic Habits, that James Clear book uh, last month. I I read uh, Disciplines of a Godly Man. Uh, I forget what the author's name was. Before that was, I finished up Mere Christianity. Um, so and right now I'm probably going to start tomorrow. I'll start, uh, Jordan Pearson's 12. Fuck. I forget. Do you think a man is supposed to be a certain thing? How do you perceive that? Oh, that's it. Uh, what do you think a man should be? I will say that a man should be someone who, uh, that's a good question. I, I, I actually don't want to fucking go off the rails and offend anybody. Nah, you're good. Yeah. I didn't mean to put you in the no, hot no, seat. No, you're good. Damn, nigga, that was a police officer question. <laughs> I feel what, like an op. Uh, what do I feel like a man? I, I think that a man should be strong both emotionally and mentally and, like, physically in, in terms of just, like, being able to support, right? Like, yeah. We look at through all the, through not even animals, but through all living things in this world, the one thing that we all have in common is that we reproduce, yeah, that's in my mind. We like that is a thing that we all have to do, and pass down our wisdom to the next generation to yeah. make that DNA better, and then so forth and so on. Yeah. So I'm a hunt. Like I will stick to my guns. Where it's just like all these things. Like I'm not going to bring up anything political, but someone who's a man has to fucking protect that. Right. Yeah. Has to protect their family. Has to support their family. Whether it's financially, whether it's from danger, whether it's from uh, emotionally, right? Yeah, that's what it's about. So, I, I, so I, I, I will say that I, that's what I think a man is: is a man who's someone who's strong enough to be able to accept that he, accept those responsibilities, and is willing to fucking not falter when shit goes bad. Because even now that I'm fucking older, right? Like there are things, I don't know. It, it sounds weird, but like maybe it's because I grew up a little spoiled. You know what I mean? But like there are things where I want to do, and if I don't get to do them, I get a little butt hurt. But then I'm starting, and like there are little things now where I'm realizing I'm like these are things I shouldn't even complain about, but because I should be more uh, grateful that I I'm able to do these things, right? I'm able to not make the decisions and make someone else happy. Yeah. 
So that's where I, what I'm finding out right now. Like I'm keeping my mouth shut a lot more and just kind of just being like, all right, well, this is the responsibilities of what a man is because it's going to be even worse when I have kids, right? Like exactly. I can't even think about myself when I exactly. have kids. So it's, it's just a part of learning, I guess. Exactly. I agree. Uh, I think it's more so, I think you could be any type of man you want to be. Mm-hmm. I think it's more so just being able to handle responsibilities right. no matter what. Yeah. Which is, I'm still working on that myself. 100%. We're never going to get it right, dude. Yeah. (laughs) We're never going to get it right. It doesn't matter how hard you try, but that's the point is that you can try. Uh, Someone said it. Maybe I was editing. Do you, um, you're going to roast battle Springer? No, he said no. He said no. Yeah, he didn't want it. He didn't want it. it. Damn. No. I wish I could have. Comic Wars was yesterday. It was pretty fun watching it. I wish I could have. That was a good one. Yeah, I wish I could have did it, but yeah. I'm just so occupied moving. Yeah, absolutely. But I will say it felt really, the last one I did, mm-hmm. the last Comic Wars I did, that was the one where I was like, okay, I finally get the hang of this that, roasting that, thing. Yeah. And that was like my fifth one. So I was like, okay, I'm really good at this now. And I think the next time I do it, no matter who it is, mm-hmm. I know how to write the jokes. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And how to approach it and stuff like that, the cadence yeah. of it, all that. Exactly, because I went up against a guy that <laughs> beat me for the for my first time. Yeah. He's the only person that ever beat me, <laughs> and that shit was annoying as it's fuck. Shit, that, it's fake, Viet. I love the state. It's fake. It's fake. Shout yeah. out to Viet. He's really funny. He's I mean, really he's, funny. He was hella supportive of me too when I told him I was moving to Austin. Oh no, kidding. Good. Yeah, he was so supportive. He's hilarious. That's Stand up is hilarious, but. As that's where he's from. He's just probably from Austin. He's got like now a fucking southern <laughs> twang. He's like, my boy Dej is moving to Texas. <laughs> no, but, that's cool. Yeah. He beat me the first time at the store yeah. at Rose Battle. And I, was, and I had to rematch him in a week. And I was yeah. like, ah, fuck no. I am not losing this shit yeah. no matter what, nigga. So, <laughs> like, so we, we had the same comic words. That's when Willem beat me. Yeah. yeah that's, right. that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I was running those jokes yeah. all week at the mics, yeah, trying same. to perfect it. Fucking, yeah, I was like, there's no way I'm fucking losing. Yeah. And then I won, I got the clean sweep, and that shit felt good. Because I was, I proved people wrong, too. Right. Somebody else approached me, after. they're like, not going to lie, I doubted you. I'm like, why? Nigga? That's crazy. That's crazy people be like that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. One of the judges saw me during the first roast. He was like, I saw you when you lost the first time. I was like, God damn it. Damn. Damn. I think yeah. Did he end up voting for you? Or yeah, she? they yeah, all voted yeah. for me. Oh, that's right. That's right. I killed it, man. I, that was just so satisfying. But it's a good skill to have because now I'm on my feet about shit. You know, right? Yeah. If somebody True. points something yeah. out at me, I could clap back with a yeah. clever retort. You know? Yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, what What's the plan in Seattle and shit like that? Like, what do you? Uh, what's, Seattle. Yeah, what's the comedy like in Seattle? Because you said you are going to be there for a few months. Yeah. I'm going to Seattle in a bit. Um, I'm doing this comedy festival. It's kind of new. I think it's like mm-hmm. their third annual one. It's called Upper Left Fest. Okay. I'm going to be doing some shows, I think, at Club Comedy and maybe Laughs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I think they're mostly at Club Comedy. But, yeah, there's not that many. But besides, That's going to be in April. But I'm hoping to get on more shows in Seattle. I've never checked out the scene, mm-hmm. really, outside mm-hmm. of doing a few open mics. But I'm excited about checking it out for the first time. Yeah. 
That's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. I've never attempted stand up until I moved to LA. That's wild. And like you know, starting out here was craziest shit. It was yeah. brutal. Yeah. But it got <laughs> me good. I got to fly at altitude. I saw how good people were, and I was able to get really good in a reasonably in a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's now, a grind. That's that's just speaks of your work ethic, right? Yeah. Because there's some people out here that are just been they're just boasting, <laughs> telling the same jokes. No, yeah, man. Because some I could never do that because I don't feel the same. Yeah. There's certain jokes. I'm not in the mood to say it. Yeah, I actually, I'll honestly be with. I'll be honest with you. I maybe a month or two now. I haven't been run like I don't run any of my older shit. That's it's great. all. It's all just not even if it's not new shit. I'll at least go like the end of the open mic where I'll just riff off, off everyone else. That's beautiful. That's yeah. great. So I finally gotten that you know that comfort zone where I, I I can just kind of maybe even show up and just be like, all right, today this is what happened. And just That's talk. yeah. It's like a, which it took long enough. Goddamn. Like I said, man. It's not always about being a star. That's so when you try your new material or you riff or take these risks at the open mics. Yeah, it's not for to get laughs and everybody thinks you're funny. It's to get better at the craft. Yeah, dude, that, that's what I've I've realized recently. Yeah. So the, and it's it's a beautiful thing because now it's even a lot more freer, right? Yeah. It, it, as as free as this art form is, it even feels more free when you start getting the hang of it. But I understand because that's the thing with LA. Everything is a showcase, even the yeah. mics. Somebody's always yeah. watching. Somebody's yeah. always judging. Right. So I think I did a good job of not letting it affect me and just fighting my own fight, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get as much material as I can because that's the only thing that can translate to shows. Right. It's like, yeah, I could spend the whole mic riffing, but that's I'm going to get those laughs, and those are jokes I can't use right. for the yeah. shows. And I just spent True. my five dollars to feel good for a bit, mm. you know. True, true. That's true too. But riffing is a good thing to do, though. Too. I haven't figured out this writing stuff yet. I still have to figure it out. I don't know. All right, what what's is. the what's the barrier? What's the issue? Uh, I think it's just I don't know what to talk about still. I don't like. That's why I I go to the improv so much, and that's why I do that riffing shit because it's like I'll. F- hear what some someone else has to say and then be like oh this will bring up this memory and then i'll just talk about that right yeah Uh, so it's like i don't know i don't know what i I really don't want to have to say and i don't want to bring this political shit on stage i will be honest with you i don't like it yeah like online it's fine because i I can't hear the bombing (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what to talk about uh what do you want to talk about you don't know I don't know. I don't know yet. I don't know if there's like something that like that's I'm what dying to talk you? about. What bothers me? Yeah. What do you feel strongly about? Talk about that. How do you think people see you? What do you feel strongly about? Yeah. What's one thing you hate? What What are some weird? What are the weirdest things that ever happened to you? The, so the weird is something I've been trying to explore, like more so of the weird things. Because uh, talked to John Luton. John Luton was on here, and he was like, he's one of those people where he has to grab something that he experienced in his life and then try to make that funny as opposed to maybe a certain perspective on something, yeah. right? So I'm trying to find that balance. Like, And I'm finding my comfort zone is within bringing the experiences I've had in the past and talking about it. Uh, recently, actually, I've gotten into a lot of like my drug use, like my drug history. Like I used to be addicted to pain pills. 
That's great. And I've been talking about that. Like that's a great yeah. thing to talk about. Yeah, and it, it's, it's, been, it's been getting laughs actually. But like, it's one of those things where I, f- I finally open to talk about it. The more vulnerable, the better. Mm-hmm. And it's best to tell jokes that only you can tell. Right. Right. That's what makes you interesting. That's what makes you nuanced. Right. That's what makes people want to talk to you after the show because they haven't heard anything like what you mm. s- just said. You know. I see. Yeah. So yeah. Keep grabbing that stuff from your experience. Yeah. What'd you say about the pain pills? Uh, I used to be, so I used to sell them, right? And then like, but like, it was a close homie of mine. Um, he would just give me, a, you know, those gallon Ziploc bags. Yeah. He'd just give me a g- gallon Ziploc bags of just a whole bunch of Take pills. Yeah, just pills, different types. Yeah, and then like, I, I go into it. I'm like, yeah, there was fucking like hydrocodone in there, Valium, schizophrenic pills, and pills that he told me he didn't know what they were. I always started with, I didn't know what they were. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I go into it like what happened one time. Um, but yeah, that, I used to have like a really like really bad addiction to those things for like maybe seven years, oh six, seven God. years. Seven years? You were just popping shit? You didn't even know what it was? Uh, no, I knew what they were. Like that was just one instance where I didn't know okay. what the hell I was popping. Yeah, Mike, closer to your mouth. Oh, shit, yeah, no, my no, bad, you're bro. Good, you're good. Um, but that was just like one instance where it was like that. Uh, but yeah, I used to sell them. Fucking was a terrible drug dealer because I ne- wouldn't make any money. I would just sell enough to make my money back. Yeah, and then re up again, <laughs> yeah, and then I just get high off my own shit. Damn, nigga. <laughs> haven't you heard of Ten Crack Commandments by Biggie? He literally <laughs> said, "Nigga, I'll get high off your own supply." Nigga, the hell, nigga can't follow oh, directions. <laughs> Oh man, that that's fun. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I've just been trying to get more personal with it, and 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 that's interesting too, because it's like I'm trying to get personal with solely myself, because there are some things I don't, obviously don't want to talk about. And don't get discouraged because those are the hardest jokes to make, and you're not always gonna get laughs. Mm. It's gonna be those are the hardest ones to get hard laughs, you know. Like True. that's where I've been going, mm, and I you've see. seen me at the mics. Like I'm not afraid to bomb. I get personal. I say things. Yeah. I don't get laughs for five minutes, but at least I have that new information. You know. Yeah. What I'm doing isn't working. So on to the next. Right. But right. Yeah, it feels good to be personal and vulnerable. You know. Feels good to just get comfortable up there, but man, honestly, like, yeah. fuck, dude, I, I can't believe it took me this long to finally just kind of feel like, oh, I can just go up there and just kind of talk. Did you have any thoughts about doing stand up growing up? Yeah, I did. Actually, maybe not more so a stand-up, but it was more so, like, uh, I, I used to watch a lot of Mad TV. Yeah. Mad TV was, like, my shit. And then it went to, like, to SNL, I think. I could Mad see TV, you yeah. being a Mad TV guy. Bro, Bobby Lee was the fucking yeah. shit when I was growing up. I thought that dude was so fucking funny. But I was a Mad TV guy. That's dope. W- would watch a little bit of Living Color, but I wasn't really, like, I don't really remember that. It was more so yeah. the Mad TV was what I remembered. Yeah. yeah. I, I never I never really got around to watching Mad TV or SNL. Oh, okay. Yeah. How come? What were you watching? Comedy wise? Oh, this is good. Uh Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How family old are you again? 26? Yeah, Family Guy. Yeah, I watch a lot of Family Guy. Sometimes Stone, I, though, I sometimes I still watch some episodes. Yeah, I don't watch it anymore cuz I feel like it's so dumb. Some yeah, I, I feel sometimes I watch it and I'll be like, "Nigga, I'm too old for this yeah, shit." Yeah, or, or it's like, "Damn, I used to be really high, dude, yeah. watching this shit." Cuz some of those jokes are fucking are over my head sometimes. I'm going to say, yeah, Family Guy, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle Show, dude. Chappelle Show, Eddie Murphy, uh, his old 
specials were hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I just loved seeing somebody like him do stand-up. Just yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Just like a young nigga that's yeah. like cool. Yeah. I was you a know? Jim Carrey fan. Jim Carrey was yeah. hilarious, yeah. bro. Jim Carrey fan. Martin Lawrence fan. Blue yeah. Streak. Which Cha- Chappelle was in there, too. It's yeah. Chappelle. Fucking uh, Luke Wilson. Who's that? He's a white dude. He was a white cop in oh, Blue Streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking, what else did I watch, bro? Uh, Steve oh, I, Martin. I watched a little bit of Steve Martin. I watched some Key and Peele. That was funny. Yeah, okay. No, that no, was no, a little, no. that was... I was like in high school when this started. Yeah. That's, um, but Chappelle show was like my shit, dude. That shit was hilarious. I yeah, that that's yeah. That was my favorite. Yeah. That, was, that was so fucking. Funny. It's so weird. Like when Neil comes in here, I, I I've never told him how obsessed I, I me and my homies are with Chappelle show just because yeah. I don't want him to fucking get annoyed. Maybe I will because <laughs> yeah. I've been here for long enough now. Yeah, like, you know, like, like, bro. Yeah. Thank you for bro contributing. That shit was hilarious, man. The fucking the. The Xerox copy skit where, on the, where they fucking don't do anything. That shit is so funny to me. I always liked the mad real world. Yeah, that one. shit's funny. Or the nigga, the he brought his dad yeah. and then he got fucking <laughs> stabbed. And he was just like this nice white this, guy. This, this bitch got fucked by fucking yeah, his roommate. Yeah, this got ran through by they a bunch the of night vision. <laughs> yeah, that crying shit. and masturbating. Dude, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> that shit was... When Wayne Brady did it, it was funny as fuck. When he was like hosting... The show. I don't remember that. You remember that? No. The Wayne Brady. He they this was when Chappelle he was like in the middle of leaving and they had Wayne Brady. Uh, no, I don't remember that. Yeah. What? You know the movie Training Day? Yeah. They did like a parody of that, but Wayne Brady was the cop. So he was doing bad shit and it was hella funny. <laughs> it was funny as fuck. Shout out the movie Training Day. That's no, a good dude, ass that's movie. A fucking yeah. classic, bro. I love that movie, bro. Me and my girl like to just put that on sometimes and just fucking while we're chilling, just watch that shit, dude. It's so fucking good. It's fucking stressful as fuck, though. So stressful. Right. So good, though, dude. That shit is fucking... PCP. Yeah. Right? Sherm. The Sherm. I was like, nigga, Jesus fucking Christ. That's fucked up. What drugs have you done? Uh, Other than pills, I've done weed, obviously. I've done coke. I've done, like, uh, molly. I've done press pills. I think there were speed in those. Yeah. Um... And that's pretty much it. What kind of comedian? Shrimps and LSD. Yeah, yeah. I think I already told you what yeah. I did on the yeah. last one. But, yeah. What? What? Kind? what uh, yeah, this is kind of weird. I'm asking you questions and shit. No, no this is good, dude. Seriously, because I feel like no one really does. People don't. Yeah, they just want to. Yeah. They just want to talk about themselves all the time. Nah. <laughs> Bitch ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Yeah. I'm saying I'm the realest nigga in Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I'm not a Hollywood nigga. I'm a nigga in Hollywood. There's a difference, and I'm real. I like that. I like Fuck that. Fuck all of you. Okay. I like okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> Trump 2020, dude. No, no. <laughs> you ruined it. You're like, yeah, dude. Trump 2020. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. Were you gonna ask what kind of comedian? What kind of comedian? Like, where do you see your like what? Where do I see myself? Yeah. I don't even know, bro. I don't even... I, I, I'll be honest with you. I really don't even know. Right now, I'm just really just enjoying it. I have ambitions to hopefully grow with this company. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really see the vision of this company, and I like what they're doing. I think they're... What they're planning on doing is somewhat smart. I'm obviously not going to talk about it, but... um, But, yeah, I think doing this... In terms of com- comedian, dude... 
Who's your favorite one doing it? Like, that's famous. That's, that's like famous. You know what? I don't really watch a lot of like stand up comedy. I don't watch that much either. Yeah, just because we see so much. Already. Yeah, if anything, I watch. I listen to more podcasts. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like, I can't even answer that question. Like years ago, probably I would have said like Cat Williams because I was a huge Cat Williams fan. Yeah. Um, I fuck with Cat Williams. He's hilarious. Yeah, the dude's hilarious and fucking. I mean, he did that fucking podcast with Shannon Sharp. That shit yeah. fucking obviously went viral. Hell yeah. Um, cause the set stuff he said, but I don't know in terms of favorite, I, I don't know. I really don't know. And t- oh, so from what I've seen live, I will say that Amir K is probably one of my, Amir K and Willie Simon are the two funniest people I've ever seen live. Willie Simon's hilarious. Shout out to him. Yeah. Those two, I've, I've never, especially bro, Willie fucking the first time I see him. Every time I see him perform, he kills it. Like Dude, it's crazy. It's, no matter where he's at. It I'm could, like, you never do bad. Never. Like it's crazy. He could be at the store. He could be at yeah. a fucking bar show, dude. Yeah. And he's killing the same amount. I do bad all the time. I'm like, same here, man. Yeah. <laughs> you never do bad. Never. Are you dude. human? Fuck. Never. And like, it, he kills every time. He's so supportive, too. He's, he's one a cool of guy. The, he was super supportive of me moving, too. Good. Yeah. Like, he's a real ass nigga. So, all the real ones, you know what I mean? They're, they're going to. Because all the real niggas, they're just like confident in themselves. Yeah. yeah. And he was giving me some good advice, too. He was. He told me once I started treating big rooms like small rooms, that's when I really started to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He said that? Yeah. When he started treating big rooms like small rooms. Yeah. That's when yeah. he started to, like, really be killing shit. Wow. Okay. I don't know if he said really be killing shit. Yeah. That's but, me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. I finished the sentence, but, you know, that's the sentence. But he really be know? killing shit, dude. It's he do crazy. be killing shit. It's crazy, and he's, man. And he projects positivity. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's, so what's the goal out there in Austin then? Do you want to go work the club scene or do you kind of want to, what's what's the deal? I want to, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to get out there and I'm just going to showcase everything I got for at least six months. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to work on anything new when I okay. first get there. I just want to make good impressions and show niggas, you know, I'm good at my job and I just want to get as much stage time as I can, Yeah, you know, Obviously, I'm going to be knocking on, you know, the institutions, you know, well, you Mothership to. Kill Tony. I'm going to knock on the doors of those institutions, yeah. but I'm not expecting anything out of that. And I don't, you know, this is, again, this is me investing in myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is time for me to develop. I spent a few years out there. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And once I feel confident enough, once I have more of a following... Then I'll make the move back to a bigger city, New York, or possibly back to L.A. Okay. That's my plan. Yeah. So I can't tell the future. The only thing I can do is walk in the direction that I want my life to be in. Right. Because when you get hung up on goals, that's when you get... You can. Have, it's good to have small goals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But being hung up on goals, it can, it can be counterintuitive. Right. Right. I, I, yeah, I agree. It's like what Ray Lau said, right? Like, what is like what what are his goals for comedy? It's like he wants to uh, just be financially free. You know what I mean? Just spend time, like, do things the things that he wants to do, whether it's with family or comedy or fucking whatever it is. But have your be goals be things you can control too? Right. Don't have your goal be a thing where you need somebody else to pick you. Right. Right. 
my goal is honestly just supportive. I'm like, right, I want to support. I, I want. I, I want to start a family soon, and that's all it is. I, I want to be able to make enough to support a family. That's beautiful. I do. How soon are we talking? Uh, hopefully two, three years. Man, uh, that's crazy have, for, for a kid. Yeah. I only have a a few more years with you, and I'm leaving. Uh, Fuck. Nah, <laughs> nah dude. Fuck. <clears throat> I'm never gonna see your yeah. ass. Nah. You're like, sorry, DJ, I have to that. tend to the kids. I hope that's not true. I hope that's not true. Because I, I do, I really do enjoy the comedy stuff. I really do enjoy it. And you're enjoy out it. here a lot, which is great. Yeah, I try to. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm an early riser, bro. So that's what people don't know. Like, yeah. I wake up at like five, six o'clock in the morning. So it's hard for me to stay That's out. crazy. Is yeah. that just, is that for work or for that's your own me. benefit? That's just me. Because like I said, I like to read in the morning. Yeah. So I literally just wake up by myself and then just have a cup of coffee and read. And oh, then that's I'll, awesome. And then I'll wait for my girlfriend to wake up and then we have a cup of coffee for like an hour and just talk. That's great. Yeah, so I make sure that I have at least two to three hours in the morning before I do anything. I want to do that, but I used to work at a coffee shop, and I had to wake up early. Yeah. That shit sucked. Yeah, it, but it's just, it becomes a habit, you know what I mean? Like, I, I understand, like, that's just something, because I get high, so, like, I don't want to read at night. I want to have sharp. I want to be sharp. If I'm writing, like, journaling, I have to do it in the morning. But everything in the morning. You get high in the morning? Uh, Not, like, right away. Like I'll I'll wait until like at least like my girl leaves for work or something, right? Um, but I'm trying to slow it down again because I I these past couple months uh this year I went kind of crazy again. Crazy on weed. Yeah, like I was good before the fucking New Year, and then New Year hit and I just got kind of crazy with it again. Damn. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not bad because I just like not, I'm like. I'll say, well, I'm not smoking indica. I'm smoking like a more sativa. sativa. So at least I can still be sativa like. Sativa is the one that fucks you up too much. Uh, indica? Indica for me, it fucks me up. Indica's like, just, I'm just indica? Like, indica's yeah, in I'm the like couch, sleep. nigga. That's just chill. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just like asleep, bro. Like, Word? I gotta do this. Yeah, I gotta Damn. do sativa because, like, I gotta be sharper. Damn, nigga. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. I just love it too much, dude. I can't fucking. It's been fucking since I was 18, bro. So that's what. 26 years or six, 16 years. What? There's no way that's been 16 years. 18, 34. Did I do the math right? I think that's 16. No, that's. Yeah. I got to stop smoking weed, bro. God damn, that's crazy. Holy shit. That's crazy. 16 years. Smoking Kush. That's kind of crazy, <laughs> bro. That's fucking like goddamn sixteen they years. That's too much. They gotta put you in the much. remake of no, Pineapple that's Express. <laughs> that's too much, bro. Jesus. Um, but yeah, dude, I just fucking. I've been having fun, man. I've been having fun. It's been it's it was great meeting you too, bro. Like we fucking met fucking. I don't know. It's like we met, and I literally had you on the podcast like that week. Yeah, because you were just a was, cool ass dude. I was like, I fuck with this dude. Let's just fucking talk. Thanks so much. Like, that meant a lot to me. No, like, dude. Thank you for fucking being willing to come on. Yeah, bro. It was no problem, bro. And this is... Thanks for having me on here. This is dope. Like, it was... It was... And we got on pretty, like... It was natural. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, me too. That's what I... I don't, like... And that comes very, like, f- few and far between, right? Like, when you can meet people like that. Like, where I felt like I've known you for years type shit. Yeah. Exactly. Especially in L.A. Yeah. Like you said on the last one, everybody's trying to be something they're not, and they leave the house like that. Yeah. (laughs) They leave the house like that. That's a bar, nigga. (laughs) Because they make it harder for us, people that are just themselves, to 
connect with them. Yeah. Because we're trying to connect with a yeah. person that's not a person. Yeah, and usually it's because they're trying so hard to not be themselves. And that's why it's so lonely in L.A. too. Yeah. It's so hard to connect with people. Everybody loves their fucking dog. I know, dude. I feel so bad for, like, a lot of people out here in L.A. Like, especially because I, I do have a fucking, like, cool relationship with my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, really loving one. And I just feel bad because it's, like, it's out there. It's just I don't think anyone will really find it. Real love anyway out, out yeah. here in L.A. Why do you think that is? I think it's just competition, dude. I think there's it's just, like, that idea of, like, there's always going to be something better. You yeah. know what I mean? And I think that we've grown into a society where both where where a lot of people fucking have that kind of mindset where it's just like oh he's the best thing i have right now until i get something better or she whatever you know whatever you're into right yeah yeah a lot of people date based on what somebody else can do for them yeah it's very materialistic yeah there's no there's like and it's like there's no i mean i for, i don't know who I, when i said it but it's like again just being uh, born in Hawaii, raised in Vegas. I'm, I'm very like hospitality driven, right? Yeah. Like, very, like the environment is very like chill, very like, hey, how you doing? And, and that's that's not, that's not LA. It's not like it here, bro. I'm telling people you. People are, I mean, people only care about themselves. It's they yeah. only have to worry about themselves. Exactly. Yeah. And that's and that 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 for me is just like, it's not cool to care no. about people. And these are always the people. Who, this is the whole state. There's always the ones that are fucking saying, oh, we're the ones that care for people. Conservatives fucking suck. They don't care for people. Not to be political again, but yeah, it's just a, that's it's a truth. Yeah. It's literally the truth, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It, it's weird. It's so weird how people are co- are so convoluted in their views of what things are supposed to be and what they really yeah. are. Yeah, they're very hypocritical. Very hypocritical, dude. Because it's easier to be that way. Right. And it's, it would be okay if they were, because it's it would be okay if they had that humility to admit they're right. hypocritical. Because the accountability, everybody's hypocrites. You know, we do yeah. one thing, of we course. say another because yeah. we're constantly processing new information right. and changing our perspective and learning new behaviors. Right. But some niggas act like they are faithful to their beliefs. Right. And they're not. Yeah, and then they'll put your shit on a microscope, right? And they and will, yeah. Turn I don't really like the self-righteous th- shit at no, all. No, I don't. I don't. I don't really fuck with that no, shit, bro. I don't fuck with any of that. I really don't. My my thing is that just fucking just let people do what they want to do. Yeah, let, and live as long and as they're not live. fucking killing people, fucking yeah. beating people up, then what the fuck, dude? If you yeah. can't take a fucking joke, or if you can't take what someone says to you, you need to man the fuck up. Dude. Yeah. And <laughs> just fucking that's yeah, that can't be the worst thing to have ever happened to you. Hearing exactly. something you didn't want to hear. Exactly, dude. Exactly. That can't be the worst. And if that is, maybe you need to hear more that's things. It's a sad life. You have no experience in life if that's the case. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You um, need fucking pain. Yeah. You need pain. A lot of yeah, pain and suffering. Yeah. That that Pain and suffering makes a strong person. Yeah. And living here is very challenging, so... But people are making it hard on themselves. Yeah. It's totally different, right? Like, when it doesn't need to be. Yeah. I feel like. I don't know. So, yeah, some people are in L.A. for too long, and it just affects them as a person. That's yeah. why I want to get out for a few years yeah. and give my chance to grow. I was yeah. feeling a little stagnant, and I was noticing a lot of people are a little stagnant, but they don't realize it. Mm. 
So I just want to make, so that's the thing. I just, I want to keep reminding myself that I'm moving towards something and not away from something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I like that. Because I do want to settle somewhere eventually. Yeah. Do you think LA is going to be it? Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I would live in LA long term. Yeah. I want to work in Hollywood. Right, same here. I want to do TV. I want to do film. And I think stand-up can be the catalyst to that type of thing. 100%. But as of right now, everybody's overlooking me. Everybody's doubting me. At least the ones that are in power. Yeah. And niggas is telling me, wait my turn. Stay here. Wait my turn. Pay your dues. Wait your turn. But that's the thing. Most people... I forgot who said it. Most people die before they get their their turn. Hmm. And, you know, Hollywood, comedy, they don't need you or want you. Yeah. That's why you have to prove it to them otherwise. And that's what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to end it here with this last question. What is uh, What are some of the things you hope to achieve at least a year from now? Not only in Austin, but in life in general. And, 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 like, even separate from comedy. All right, comedy, I want to be twice as good as I am now. I want a way bigger social media following mm-hmm. a year from now. More recognition, more people pushing me. Uh, just more visibility in yeah. general when it comes to my career in comedy. Life, I want to be more comfortable, more financial freedom, obviously, uh, healthier relationship with myself and others. Yeah. And I'm just going to take it day by day. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think in a year from now you'll still be in Austin? We'll see. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I'll probably, Yeah. Depends, you know. I can't tell the future. Right. I don't know what's gonna. That's why it's a little nerve wracking. Cause it should be scary though. Yeah. It should be scary. If um, you, if you weren't scared, that'd be weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I'm I'm making I've made so many great friends here. Yeah. And on top of that, it means something to you, right? It like does. Like if, if you were kind of lackadaisical with it, it's like yeah, I'll figure it out. Like, it sure. Does. But at the end of the day, there, it it should be scary. To go to a whole new environment. You know, do you think it's going to change your stand up a little bit more? Because obviously there's a different scene out there. Yeah, I want right? it to. Yeah, I want it to change my stand up. I want to have new experiences to talk about. Right. Like, and do you think you're you're going to be more comfortable talking about some of the things there that maybe you weren't be able to talk about it here? Um, I think that's a good question. Because I think over there, the you, there's a longer leash to say certain things right. that might offend people in other cities. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to... I'm not really interested in getting into that. I think I already do a good job of being tasteful and crossing the line whenever I feel like it. Right. You know, I say whatever I want on stage. Nobody really presses me about it that much. Sure. But... I'm not interested in going too crazy with it. I feel yeah. like people are doing a little too much over there yeah. type shit, but I'm going to just be me no matter where I'm at. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll let, yeah. 
I'll leave it at that. All right, my guy. Well, dude, fucking yeah. <laughs> best of luck to you and fucking Austin, brother. Appreciate Seriously, you, bro. I, you're going to kill it, dude. Just fucking like what you, it's stay the course, you know what I mean? That, that tunnel vision. Thanks for the support. Appreciate you. Thanks course, for having brother. me, bro. You know what it is, bro. You know yeah. what it is. All right, my guy. All right. Yeah, All right, everybody. There it is. Uh, until my next fucking solo political episode, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> later, Dej. Yeah.